Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. Got my man Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on tune and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. It's time to hear from you. We know you got a big NFL question heading into the season. We want to know what is it. Let us know at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The biggest question heading into the NFL season from my man Harry, he wants to know the Cowboys can finally get to that holy grail. They can cross that great divide and get to the Super Bowl for the first time since the 1990s. My biggest question, can the Philadelphia Eagles get back to the Super Bowl and recover from the way they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs? We want to hear from you at 888-729-3776. What is your biggest question heading into the NFL season? So we're going to do this right now. When it comes to NFL questions and answers, well, I just think we need to let that guy, let, excuse me, take two. We need to let this guy take it over. Oh, my goodness! To the end zone! I've got some questions I want answers. NFL questions and answers. Oh, baby, give me everything you got. With Freddie and Harry. So we got five games going to take a look at. It's going to be a case of what we know, but what we need to see in each of these games. That's what it comes to when it comes to NFL questions and answers. We're going to do this every Friday because certain questions need answers and certain answers need questions. We start with Packers at Bears. Hi, Harry Douglas. What do you need to know? What do you need to see in this game? Yeah, I'm going to start with the Chicago Bears, their offensive line. Are they going to be able to stand up and stand tall and provide that protection for Justin Fields? He does have a number one wide receiver now. They still have Cole Komet re-signed him. He's going to be there for a while. And then when I look at the Green Bay Packers, can that defense be the defense that we all thought they were going to be a year ago and show up and show out for Jordan Love and company? Here's what I know. I know Justin Fields can play at quarterback. He has not had the best of players around him. That organization has not given him the kind of love that he should be getting. But that's what I know. That's what I believe, that Justin Fields can play. What I need to see, I can't wait to see if Jordan Love is going to be that guy. Uh-oh. If he can do what he did in his first year or what he wants to do in his first year, what Aaron Rodgers did in his first year after Brett Favre, where he was getting the you-know-what beaten out of him back then in 2006. But he kept coming back for more, coming back for more, and made himself a better player and a better quarterback. And I remember saying it then. Y'all better get him now because in a couple of years, it's got to be hell on wheels. And he's going to go down as a Mount Rushmore kind of quarterback when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. I can't wait. To, that's what I need to see from Jordan Love. If he makes that step to say, yep, year, two, year one's going to be rough as starting quarterback, but it won't be that bad at the end of his rookie year, essentially as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Bengals at Browns. What do you know? What do you need to see? What I know about this game for the Cincinnati Bengals is that Joe Burrow is that dude. I know he's a rich man. He just got paid the biggest contract in NFL history, $55 million a year. We know of the performance that he's going to be able to show up and put on. Now, what I need to see is if Deshaun Watson for the Cleveland Browns 
has have knocked off all the rust that he we seen last year in the six games that he played. Uh-huh. Are we going to be able to see a Deshaun Watson in some kind of form of the 2020 season when he was the best quarterback in the National Football League when he was number one in passing, completing 70% of his passes? That's what I want to see. Okay. What I know is what you said about Joe Burrow. There's no doubt he's the dude. I know he's coming back from that strained calf in the preseason. Remain calm. Everything's going to be well. What I know is that that guy isn't a lead quarterback. What I need to see is from the Cleveland Browns if that defense could be the kind of defense I think it's going to be. They have all the makings led by Miles Garrett and company to potentially be a top-10 defense in the NFL. If they're able to do that, they can reduce a lot of pressure on their quarterback, Deshaun Watson, not to have to be great early on. What I know is that the Bengals have an elite quarterback in Joe Burrow. What I need to see is that Browns defense be the kind of defense I believe they can be, especially in the AFC North. 49ers at Steelers. What do you know, Harry? What do you need to see? What do I know is that the San Francisco 49ers have been consistent over the last, what, three to four years. And I know what that defense looks like. It was the number one defense in the National Football season, uh, National Football League a season ago. What I need to see is if Kenny Pickett can be able to play the way he played in the preseason because I love everything that he showed us uh, while playing those preseason games. Five drives, five touchdowns, the way he orchestrated the offense, how decisive he was, moving in the pocket, still keeping his eyes downfield. I love the relationship between him and George Pickens. So can I see that versus a defense that was number one in the National Football League in 2022? Okay, what I know is that those bloodthirsty pirates on the 49ers defense, they're not taking a step back. Whether Nick Bosa plays one snap or a bunch of snaps, even with or without him there, those bloodthirsty Pirates are still going to be a top two, maybe a number one defense in the National Football League. That's what I know, and that's what everybody knows. What I need to see is if Najee Harris can be the running back I thought he was going to be when he was drafted out of Alabama. I don't question his leadership. He's definitely a leader on that football team. But if Kenny Pickett continues to improve and get to be that dude, they need a little bit more from Najee Harris. They need him to be more effective running the ball between the tackles. They need him to be that game-breaker at times running the football. We know he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He has 115 catches so far in his career in the National Football League. I want to see Najee Harris that I thought I was going to see when they drafted him in the first round in 2021. That time should be now for Najee Harris to do that and help out his quarterback. A little what I know, what I need to see, part of NFL questions and answers with Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. We go to game number four that we need to know and what we need to see. Dolphins at Chargers. What do you need to know, Harry? What do you need to see? Well, what I know is that Tyreek Hill is a top five wide receiver in the National Football League. What I also know is that he's the fastest wide receiver in the National Football League, and that that gets put on display week in and week out. What I need to see is J.C. Jackson, because things didn't end well for him. The way he started last season after coming over and being acquired as a top free agent, it wasn't good. A lot of people were talking, and it wasn't a great way about J.C. Jackson before he got hurt. What I need to see is if he can keep up with Tyreek Hill. Better said than actually getting it done. Yeah. What I know is that the Chargers may be the most talented team in the National Football League. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Defense, offense, Austin Eckler back at running back, a guy that I, I believe does not get enough credit for being one of, a, one of the top players in the NFL. Justin Herbert is close to being an elite quarterback. they got guys on the outside that can make plays. they got a defense with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack that can get after the quarterback. That's what I know about the Los Angeles Chargers. What I need to see from the Miami Dolphins is 
What are they going to do to protect Tua Tungavailoa? Maybe more importantly, what can Tua Tungavailoa do to protect himself? Because he's going to get rushed by that Chargers defense, that Chargers front four and get after the quarterback. That first hit, I want to see how he handles that. That's what I need to see from Tua Tungavailoa and the Miami Dolphins offense. Cowboys at Giants. What do you need to know? What do you need to see with this big matchup on Sunday Night Football? Well, what I know about the Dallas Cowboys is that their defense is elite. What I need to see from the New York Giants is if their two corners who happen to be rookies are going to be able to hold up and withstand when you look at C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Gallup. That's what I need to see. That's what I want to see Mm -hmm. from the Giants is the young guys in their secondary make plays. What I know is that Daniel Jones will be only as good as the running game. Even with the guys in the outside they've gotten for him, although Darren Waller is questionable the tight end they got from the Las Vegas Raiders. Say it again, Freddie. Start it over, Freddie. Say it one more time, please. Even though Darren Waller, the guy they really are <laughs> counting on the tight end that they got from the Las Vegas Raiders in the offseason, he is questionable with a hamstring injury, so his availability is a touch and go when it comes to Sunday. So that's what I know the Giants. You can bring all those guys in, but if you can't run the football effectively, can't Daniel Jones make that step up? What I need to see from the Dallas Cowboys, I want to see their running game. I know Tony Powell's coming back from a torn ACL leg injury last year. Who's going to be the guy that's going to compliment him like he did to Ezekiel Elliott before he became the man? And how much of that can foster and help Dak Prescott when it comes to having a two-fisted attack for the Dallas Cowboys? That's what I need to see regarding that Sunday night game. I got a question for Brother Dev again. Oh, here we go. Dev, you know, when you, you see what Daniel Jones was able to do last season – and he protected the football, right? He threw for over 3,200 yards, completed 67% of his passes. He's the however. What, what do you think his numbers will look like this year in 2023? I'm going to go with what Dan Orlovsky said today on the Pat McAfee show. He said he could see Daniel Jones throwing 32 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Okay. All right. Why are you, why are you silent? Uh, I, I don't know if I see that. I don't think Harry sees that. You know what? Ooh. I have a question. Okay. As a Giant fan, one thing I need to see from, from Daniel Jones this year. Can he, can he win a big game like this one Sunday night against the Cowboys? Okay. Like, I get it. You That's want a playoff a fair game? Question. I understand that. That's a fair question. Yeah, I, look, look, Nick, don't give me that look, all right? I understand. Well, Nick Cardi, why are you giving like, your fellow a playoff Giants game. fan a look? That's fine. But, like, <laughs> I want – like, when you're at the big stage where everybody is watching, everybody's got your attention, can you go out here and be the guy, be the reason why the Giants – would win a game like this. Because not nobody good. thought that the Minnesota Vikings were not a paper tiger when it came to that. This Thanks. is different. I understand the Vikings were suspect, but it doesn't get bigger than the playoffs in the NFL, and okay, he Nick, put up a historic just performance. Okay, Nick, hold on for a second, Nick. That was the worst on defense the in the National Football League. <laughs> like, they gave up the, – the, the the Vikings scored a lot of points. The Vikings gave up a lot of points the entire season last year. No one took the Vikings serious about being able to contend when they made the playoffs. Now, let me say this. We talk about the big stage. Well, within the first, let's say, eight games of the season for the New York Giants, Daniel Jones has his opportunity to win on the big stage. He has Dallas on Sunday Night Football. Week three on Thursday night football, he has the San Francisco 49ers. And then on Monday night football, the week after that, they have the Seattle Seahawks. You also have the Miami Dolphins. And then on Sunday night football again, you have the Buffalo Bills. So he has an opportunity on the big stage within the first eight games to show if he can win at that level. I I don't know which defense was worse, Minnesota last year or Nick Cardi's argument. Seriously, (laughs) that might be 50-50. They were a 13-1 team. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, I know. 13 win team, everybody's like, they're not that good. Then they played the Giants in the playoffs and they proved it. They weren't that good as a 13 win team, and 12 of those wins were by one score. Shannon, I, you pointed your finger. Yeah, I you got, got a question for Harry. Like, we were just talking about with perception and reality and yeah. winning big games and all of that. Inside the locker room, how much do players pay attention to stuff like that? Like, I understand, you know, uh, every, every game is important. We're taking it one week at a time. I get it. I get all of that. But. What about when you win big games like this? We talked so much about the Lions and the perception of them possibly changing after beating Kansas City yesterday. Within the locker room, do players talk about that kind of stuff? Yeah, you do, because especially like when you listen to Aiden Hutchinson and how he said, man, I'm, I'm tired of losing and you, you, you want to win. So when you go back in that locker room after beating the Kansas City Chiefs, you're, you're amongst your teammates and, you know, you're getting all these text message, messages. But here's the thing about it. Once it happens – once Wednesday come around, you got to forget about it. Right. Because now the next week, what are you going to do the following week? Because if you can't follow it up, then you're going to get talked about as well. Yeah, I just find it funny that people are trying to say that the Kansas City run of dominance is over because they lost by one point. Without Travis Kelsey, and without Chris Jones, the more I know, the less I understand. It is Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. All you have to do is visit Progressive.com. What is your biggest question heading into the NFL season? We want to hear from you right now. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. For Harry, his biggest question the Dallas Cowboys, are you finally going to get over that Gorilla Man, Joe, and get to the Super Bowl and win it, which you have not done since the 1990s? For me staying in that, in that division, Philadelphia Eagles, how much can they find a way to recover the way they lost the Super Bowl last year to the Kansas City Chiefs? Although there's no question about the ratings last night when it comes to the Chiefs and Lions. 27 million viewers of 24% from last year's Rams-Bills opener, second largest NFL kickoff audience since Patriots-Steelers in 2015 involving the Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. Wow, that's phenomenal. That lets you know that football is king. Mm-hmm. Let you know and the NFL here. is king. True. <laughs> Nothing against high school football. True. I don't want the Friday Night Lights people coming after me or people in college football, <laughs> but 27 million viewers, second largest NFL kickoff audience since Patriots Steelers back in 2015. Coach Doc in Houston, thanks for calling Freddie and Harry at 888-729-3776. Coach Doc, what is your biggest question heading to the NFL this season? How's it going, guys? Everybody on, all right? I'm good. Man, I was listening to you guys yesterday, man, and I, I tried to call in then, but the biggest question I have is what something that Harry said, and Harry, I got to pick on you a little bit. Go ahead. And both you guys – uh, we all around the same age, I believe. I'm probably a little older. Um, and I'll hang up and listen when I say this. There's no way – I understand Caleb Williams, his father saying, hey, not want his child to go to Arizona. Reason being is because what's to say that the ownership wouldn't try it again if the season is going a certain way again? I, the the, the the, the losing thing, I, as a competitor, as a, when I'm coaching my kids or whatever, just give me an opportunity to to compete. That's all I've always asked for as an athlete, as a coach. You know, that's all I've always asked for. Give me a chance to compete. So with it, with them throwing the season, I can understand him saying, hey, what's to prevent them from doing it again? Say we're having a bad season three years down the line and they try to tank again to get – 
some defensive end or whatever it may be. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't want to go there either. I hang up and listen to you guys. Hey, man, love the show. I've always loved you, Harry, and always loved you, Freddie. Y'all take care, man. You too, Coach Dr. Houston. Appreciate the kind words, too. Yeah, I, I would say this. Um, if I feel like I'm that dude and I'm that guy, I don't feel like it's going to get there again if I'm that dude, right? Because mm-hmm. that's basically what Joe Burrow did in Cincinnati. And Joe Burrow knew he was that dude. He was that guy. And he changed that organization in which we look at it and view it in a different light now. Absolutely, yeah. So that, that's how I feel about that. We, we're talking about Caleb Williams in the light with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and all these guys. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are trying to tank and be in a position where they can take another quarterback because they feel like they got that generational guy. I don't see the Buffalo Bills doing that either because they feel like they got their generational guy. So if you're Caleb Williams and you're his family, if you feel like Caleb Williams is that dude and he's being mentioned in that light with all these other great quarterbacks already and he hasn't even got to the National Football League, your mindset is that, okay, he's going to change the narrative in Arizona. There's certain organizations that you shouldn't trust, and that's where the Arizona Cardinals are. And I clearly understand why Carl Williams feels that way, thinking, you know what, my son may have a better football team at USC than those bums in the desert in Arizona. So why would I want my son to go there? He gets his head beaten in, and then four or five years later, either they want to move on or my son's going to say, I'm too beat up to do this. He does not want his son to be David Carr, what happened to the Houston Texans, when he got drafted by that team, and he literally laid his body in the line for that organization, and he was a shell of himself. By the yep. time it was all said and done, and they, they were going to move on, and they wanted to move on from him, never mind the fact that he was a sacrificial lamb as they were an expansion team by him being the first ever pick in the history of that organization. Raheem in Sacramento, he's one of our favorites. Raheem, what is your biggest question heading to the NFL season, brother? My brother, Freddie, much love to you. Uh, you know how big a fan I am of you. Harry, you're, you're killing it. Love the show. Um, my question is, how much rope do we give Mac Jones this season? Uh, the reason that's my question is because last year a lot of talk was around, you know, you didn't have a real offensive coaching staff with the Patriots, so that was probably part of the issue, but – how much rope are we going to give Max this year now that we got Bill O'Brien there? Um, I'll go ahead, hang up and listen. Much love to you guys. Can't wait to see how the show evolves. Well, I would say this. If it's one person that's really hoping that this thing works out with Bill O'Brien being this offensive coordinator, it's going to be Bill Belichick. Let me say that first because he recognizes and understands what he did to Mac Jones and setting him back by not having a guy like that that can speak the same language with him and understand what play calling in an offensive coordinator is all about. I would also say when it comes to a guy like Bill O'Brien, who's been successful as a head coach and also as a play caller, whether it's been college or uh, the National Football League, you also got to feel good that him and Mac Jones can speak the same language. And I think Mac Jones is going to be better. I think he's going to be better than he was in his rookie season and also last year. Okay. Now, it's not going to be outrageous numbers where he's throwing for 4,500 yards because their personnel isn't that. Right. They're going to get back to playing old New England football, run the football, be physical, throw the balls to the tight ends up the seams, and Juju Smith-Schuster in the slot. So that's honestly why I think the, the Patriots are this season. And I'm not going to minimize a guy in Bailey Zappi who took over for – Mac Jones last year. Well, he's on the practice squad now. And now Matt Corral is the backup quarterback. Well, guess what? One system I know that's difficult to learn and get up to speed on is that offensive system right there. So Matt Corral has to get up to speed to that system right. before we can even talk about Mac Jones being benched for him. 
Maybe the better question real quick is how much rope is Bill Belichick going to give Bill O'Brien when it comes to his quarterback? Because it's one thing to say that Mac Jones needs that rope, needs that leeway, and that's fair. It's accurate in my opinion. But maybe how much is Bill Belichick going to give that Patriot way a little bit of modern football way? You should be able to do those things, run the football, play tough defense, hit the slots. But if you don't have that thump on the outside that threatens defenses, you can only pave your way people so much. Yep. You got away with that when old number 12 was there in Tom Brady. Old number 12 ain't there anymore. And Robert Kraft, the owners, let it be known. He's not going to stand for another season of 7-10, and 8-9, and nine, and more importantly, not being in the playoffs when it's all said and done. Don't forget about Major League Baseball as an NL battle happens tomorrow as the Chicago Cubs will host the Arizona Diamondbacks. Cubs begins at 1.30 Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. We are Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It is time to give our co-workers the business and maybe take some blood and their manhood and their womanhood and their money away. We'll do that next. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Everybody loves them. Sing it, Harry. Can you stand the rain? <laughs> A little bit behind the beat, but that's okay. I know, I know. There you go. Do your Johnny Gill. This we know for sure. <laughs> A little live Friday, Freddie and Harry edition. He's Harry Douglas doing the background of new edition. I'm just merely Freddie Cohen being the promoter on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Don't forget about us on tune and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It's time for a little family feud involving this show and the show unit and everybody else who works Monday through Friday. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. ESPN Radio, you know it better as. It's a team, man. It's a team. One guy can't do it. It takes all of us. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. Now, we're going to make sure that no chicanery is going to happen just like last year. The Mike Greenberg show, Green and Mike Greenberg, they won, but Himbo did all the picks. So I don't know if that's a victory or more along the lines that Himbo should get the bag as far as that goes. So we're going to make sure that this year that Greenberg's going to have a handle when it comes to his picks. We take on everybody on ESPN Radio, whether it's Unsportsmanlike, 6, 8 at 10 a.m. Eastern Time with Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, and Michelle Smallman, or Joe versus our man when it comes to Joe Fordball versus Chris Carlin. That's from noon to 3 Eastern Time. I mentioned Greenberg, 10, 8, 10, 8 to 12 noon. Then you got our show. You got Amber versus Ian. That's at 7 to 10. And then overnights with Q on game night. So that's all the group that's in it. 
our show group is going to come together. We're going to see exactly where we stand when it comes to the three games that we're going to pick. We start with Eagles, four-point favorite against New England Pages by the coverage on ESPN Radio this Sunday, 3 o'clock Eastern time. Harry Eagles, a four-point favorite. What say you? I like them. I like the Eagles. I think when you look at what they're going to be able to do offensively, the best offensive line in the National Football League, Dallas Goddard is back and he's fully healthy at the tight end position. I know a lot of people probably look at that running back group and like, oh, we don't know they're going to do it collectively. Be I believe I believe in DeAndre Swift as well. Um, so, so I think they're going to win this game by more than four points, honestly. I agree. So we go to the group. Shannon Penn, are you agreeing with us? We think the Eagles will win by more than four points against the Patriots on the road. I agree. Take the oh, Eagles. Okay, so that's three. Devin Kane, where do you stand on that one? I agree as well, especially if Ramondre Stevenson can't play for the for the Pats. There you yep. go. Okay, four zero. Nick Hardy, what do you say? I'll take the Eagles. Sadly. Okay, that's good. Fine. All right. So five and zero right there. The jury worked out perfectly. <laughs> so we got one out of the way. We believe the Eagles will win by more than four versus the Patriots. Chicago Bears, Harry, one point favorite. At home versus the Green Bay Packers, are the Bears going to win by more than one? Or are the Packers going to win what is essentially a pick game involving these NFC North rivals? It can get a little tricky because Christian Watson, the number one wide receiver for the Packers, he is not playing. But I like what I've seen from Luke Musgrave, their rookie tight end. Also, Romeo Dobbs, he's questionable. Okay. I'm going to, to bet that the Green Bay Packers are going to win this game because okay. of that defense and also that offensive line and run game. I was going to take the Chicago Bears, even the kind of injury the wide receiver, but I think that running game is going to be fine. But I'm going to stick with the Bears. I think the Bears wind up winning this game. They're one-point favorite. I think the Bears are going to take it. Shannon, uh, Devin Kane, what say you, my friend? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go Packers here. Okay. I'm going to go Packers plus one. Okay. I think a lot of weak ones, and it's – trends so betting a lot of betting trends last year right underdogs i think it was like 80 percent of the time one week one okay so i'm this is where i think especially when to pick them i'm gonna go packers okay nick cardi what about you my friend bears one point favorite i'll take packers bears still have to prove it to me only three wins last year and i think the packers defense is much better okay santa penn i like the bears give me the bears they got improved weapons there for uh justin fields right improved defense okay. with tremaine edmonds and some other guys they brought in give me the bears plus all right. points all right majority rules in this case they got three packers two versus the Bears, so we got to go with the Green Bay Packers on this one. Majority is going to rule. We decide to go with the jury as far as that goes. So that's the group, the group chat. The Packers are going to win this game. That's a one-point underdog. Part of the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge Week 1 with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Last but not least, and I know where this is going to go. Wait a minute, Freddie. Wait a minute, please. Go ahead. Guys, we have to decide... With our minds, not our hearts, okay? Exactly. On this last one. But, I'm sorry, Freddie. Take I'm, the no, floor. I'm, no, I'm glad you had the disclaimer because I know those three are not going to pay attention to it anyway. Because <laughs> the Cowboys are three and, point, three and a half point favorite at the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium. You know, I'm not going to start with you and me. I'm going to start with these foolhardy Giants fans. All right, Shannon Penn, lead the way. Giants three, point, three and a half point underdog versus the Dallas Cowboys. What say you? Give me the Giants. Okay. Shocking. I'm, look, I'm telling you Shocking. why. Listen, let me explain. Let Go me explain ahead. though. Go ahead. Have at it. It's already started rolling. Let me explain though. <laughs> let me explain though. Okay. I'm taking the Giants, but I think the Cowboys are going to win, but it's going to be less than three and a half. Okay. So okay. Theory, I got you. All right. Take the Giants. Right? Did I get that right? You got it right. All right. Cool. Yes, you did. You. All right, Devin Kane. There's no way the Cowboys are going to lose this game. Oh, uh, okay. 
All right. Wow. The Giants fan. There's no like no way. No no chance. Yeah. No the, chance that the Cowboys. You're just doing that to do. No, like no, 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 no. I really believe this. I really believe trick. it. There is no way the Cowboys <laughs> lose this game. Okay. All right. No chance. All right. I'm so, going Cowboys. That sounds good. Nick Cardi, are you going to bet with your heart, not with your mind? I'm going to take the Giants, yeah. but I think the I think the Cowboys win, but I think the Giants backdoor cover. They did the same thing last Thanksgiving. That Scored is true. a touchdown late. Also, oh, y'all backdoor Joe. Yeah, Old backdoor Joe. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'll take the Giants. <laughs> little backdoor Joe. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up the cash flow. And now I'm yelling Domino. That, that's three for the Cowboys, right? That, well, yeah, because we're both taking the Cowboys. Yeah, that's, so yeah, that's that, three. That, yeah. That's how it goes. Sure, so Cowboys. three to two majority rules. I'm stunned that Devin Kane used his head instead of his heart. Like Nick Cardi and Shannon Penn did not do. No, that's all reverse psychology. He's trying to speak it into no, existence. No, 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 no. I truly believe no. Yeah. there's no chance the yeah. Giants win. See, I've known Devin longer than I've known you, Nick. He's not BSing. I, I know he firmly believes that. At least that's the story that I'm sticking to it as far as that goes. Especially with the Darren Waller news. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. So that's our picks. Part of the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge Week 1. We all believe the Eagles will win by more than four points against the Patriots. The Packers at the Bears. The Bears are one-point favorite. We think the Packers will not only cover but win that one. And the Cowboys, three-and-a-half-point favorites against the New York Giants. We got the Cowboys winning by more than three-and-a-half. Really quick news right now from Adam Schefter. ESPN Info Insider. According to San Francisco 49ers and head coach Kyle Shanahan, Nick Bosa, he was asked how he looked in practice. Kyle Shanahan said, and I quote, he looked exactly how we were expecting him to look. Looks in real good shape. Looks ready to go, end quote. That seems to be that he's going to play week one Sunday versus the Pittsburgh Steelers at home there, Harry. Yeah, I still, you know, monitor him and watch him because he hasn't been doing training camp. Yeah. I understand Nick Bosa, uh, he's a workout-aholic, workaholic, and he's going to be tra- he's been training this entire time. But I'm still going to keep an eye on him because the end goal, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, and sometimes you have to save the player from themselves. But if Nick Bosa's ready with that new contract, then the 49ers may put him out there Sunday when they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Our last words will not include Dak Prescott having to be sedated for 11 hours because he did something that normally even teenagers wouldn't even do. That's next on Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Every podcast on ESPN Radio. It is the Freddie and Harry Love Friday because everybody can use a little love, whether it's Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. Tune in and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN radio. That's my favorite Earthland and Fire song of all time, without question. That's my favorite one. Freddie, that, that's back when music was – it had a real meaning mm-hmm. just about every time you heard it, too. No doubt. And anytime you heard something, like like Steve Harvey said in the Richard Kings of Comedy, you'd be damned and ready to blow up. Yep. <laughs> songs like yep. that. Even songs of today get people in that kind of mood, no doubt about that. Always keep reaching us on X. We'd love to see you have to say Harry's handle at hdouglas83, my handle at Coleman ESPN. Before we get into our last words, would you be sedated for 11 hours to get a tattoo? You would never guess who did that. I said the Cowboys don't have enough distractions. Dak Prescott, their quarterback, was sedated for 11 hours to get a massive leg tattoo. He didn't want to do this, Harry, over the course of over the course of multiple sessions. So he decided to do it all at once, and he had to be sedated while being in the chair for 11 hours to get a massive leg tattoo. Freddie, I don't have 11 hours to even spare like that. <laughs> Unless you're snoozing. <laughs> I mean – I, I I don't have any tattoos, so I don't I don't know how getting tattoos feel. I don't know right. how long you're supposed to be sitting there getting them. Me too. So like to sit there for eleven hours, that's a long time, man. Like sedated. That's a long time. I know. Wow. I mean, sedated, not seduced, right? Sedated. No doubt. But you know what I just realized? What's that? Like you got five of us working on the show today. Yeah. None of us have tattoos. Nobody has ink on this show. Show tattoo anybody? That that'll be a hard pass. I'm not doing. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting any either. I've gone 57 plus years, Devin, not marking my body. Not about to start now. Not about to me, do that. Me, me either. Yeah, I, I mean, thought about getting a tattoo on my left shoulder with my daughter's face on it because she's left-handed and a baby picture. And if I didn't do that back then, not doing. I it mean, now. Harry likes season-long bets for stuff. Maybe maybe that's a bet. Someone has to. Well, no, 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 because you know I'm a mama's boy. You know and. Uh-huh. I always told my mom I would never get one. My brother doesn't have any either. So really, it's just something like we were never into. Now to each yeah. his own. I, I don't frown down upon people who yeah. have tattoos. It's just it was something I never yeah. felt like I wanted to do with my body. Yeah, put it this way: if somebody says, "Freddie, we want to get a tattoo. We got to sedate you for eleven hours." I'm thinking that tattoo's really not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. There's certain tributes I don't mind signing <laughs> not up for. At all. Eleven hours of sedation for a tribute? Nah, I don't think I want to do that. No question about that. But hey, Dak, do you, Dak? Do you as far as that mm-hmm. goes each and every time around this time. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to give a little something, something that could be a rant or could be a rave, but you know it better as. These might be my very last words. The last word is seagulls. Freddie and Harry, the last word. All right, Brother Harry, on this Love Friday, as we get ready to head into the weekend for the first Sunday in the NFL and a big game, big slate of college football games, what is your last word? I'm going to say this. I got two things, and it's not even sports-related. Okay. Like, I, I was able to come home today, and even though I'm going to be home for a few hours and I got to leave and go to Alabama and come right back. By the way, college um, game day, 830 on social media. Harry Douglas part of college game right. day is a get ready for number 11 Texas, taking on number three Alabama down to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. But being able to be home for these hours and then, you know, during our co- uh, commercial breaks, going out there and seeing my kids, because they ran in a room. And I, I heard my wife say, don't go in there. Daddy's on, on radio. But just seeing their facial expressions and the love that they gave me, man, and the hugs and the kisses. That's fantastic. I'll, I'll tell you this, man. Out of all the things I've accomplished in my life, being a father is by far the best. Because there's nothing like being responsible for two little ones and showering them with love and me being able to have a mother and father in my life and my parents been married 30 plus years and showing me what it looks like and me being able to display that to my, to my kids. And also uh, I want to give a shout out to my father because my dad growing up, he was my role model and he understands, you know, my work schedule or whatnot, but he built a batting cage in his backyard Again, like he did for me and my brother. My son is four years old, but he's uh-huh. already that dude at baseball already. Right. Doesn't hit off the tee. He's that dude. Nice. And my dad is coming to get him in about an hour so he can work with him and, and play uh, some fall ball. Nice. That's yeah, so fantastic. shout out to Pops, man, when I'm not able to be home, yeah. you know, doing what he did with me and my brother. But when I am home, me and my son, we, we yeah. do it like no other. Yeah, I'm going to stay with parents when it comes to my last word. I got to thank the parents of Coco Golf. You have raised some kind of young lady who's only 19 years of age. And playing this has nothing to do with her about to play in the U.S. Open Championship because Arena Sabalenka tomorrow at 4 o'clock Eastern time on ESPN. Just go listen to some of the things she said about anything. And if you can't help but be more intelligent and listen to her, then I don't know what to tell you. Whatever her parents did, <laughs> well done. Because she's been a benefit of their knowledge. But now the world is going to be a benefit of what she brings to the table. And at 19 years of age, on up the tennis court, Coco Golf is only, only getting started. Say challenge, my brother. We'll do it again on Monday, okay? Yes, sir. There'll be a second week of Freddie and Harry, which means that nobody got fired this week. Amber and Ian comes your way next. For Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman. This has been Freddie and Harry, and this is the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless. Keep cool. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.